Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. A recent survey shows that millions of insured Americans are denied treatment for chronic illnesses. Over 70% of denied treatments were for serious chronic or persistent conditions. More than 50 million Americans with health insurance may still lack access to essential treatments for chronic or persistent diseases because their insurance provider denied coverage. Of those denied, almost a third have seen their health deteriorate. According to a recent nationwide poll commissioned by the Doctor-Patient Rights Project, DPRP, the research revealed a hidden health care crisis. The current debate about health care reform has focused on getting more Americans covered. Yet the real crisis is among patients with chronic illnesses who tell us that insurance is worthless when their insurance providers withhold coverage of essential treatments prescribed by a doctor, said Stacy Worthy, a founding member of DPRP. Here with us to talk about the findings of this poll is Seth Ginsberg. Seth's the co-founder and CEO of the Global Healthy Living Foundation and a founding member of the Doctor Patients' Rights Project. Seth, welcome back to Nurse Talk and thanks for being with us today. Hi, Shane. Hi, Casey. Okay, Seth, we're going to give our listeners a quick overview of the Global Healthy Living Foundation. Actually, you're going to give them a quick overview. Sure, absolutely. Global Healthy Living Foundation, GHLF, is a nonprofit organization created in 1999 with a mission to improve access to care for people with chronic illnesses and was born out of the initial version was the Creaky Joints online patient community for people living with arthritis. Uh, Like myself, I've had arthritis since I was a little boy. And as a first-year student in college, I wanted to build a web community where people can share strength and experience. And we created Creaky Joints, which some years later then evolved into the now Global Healthy Living Foundation, the nonprofit parent organization that Creaky Joints remains the online patient community for. Great. So we'd like to talk about the Doctor Patient Rights Project and some of the findings of this eye-opening survey that you did. Yeah, absolutely. So the Doctor Patients Rights Project is a nonprofit coalition of doctors, patients, caregivers, and advocates who are fighting to ensure that doctors, in partnership with their patients, are the ones making care decisions without third-party interference from these insurance companies. This is for medicines, for tests, procedures. What the doctor and the patient, aided, of course, by the nurse, what the doctor and the patient and and nurse decides is best for the patient is what we as a society need to collectively agree is what happens and what happens effectively. It's so important. And, uh, you know, I can only imagine what that is to be living with arthritis since you were 13. And I bet you have been denied many times, both, both treatment and meds. Yeah, as a teenager, I mean, I remember 25 years ago getting form letters from the insurer saying, you know, we're not going to cover what your doctor prescribed. We're going to suggest you take this instead. And guess what? This instead was over the counter, right? So now suddenly I was paying for it, not the insurer, and obviously less effective or less, less potent at least. So almost two out of every three patients denied coverage were denied multiple times, and most had to wait more than a month Yeah. And, you know, this stands to reason when you consider that money paid out by the insurer, right, for procedures or tests or medicines is money they're not counting as profit. So a penny saved is a penny earned, or in their case, billions of pennies, and it's to our detriment. Um, Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, the business is structured in such a way that the insurance companies have uh, you know, monetary incentive, month to month, any month they can delay it is a month closer to the next quarterly earnings report, for example. 
um, that they can report, you know, less uh, expense on the cost side of the ledger. Yeah, it's craziness. I always describe it like if, if you go into Walmart and you don't buy pants, but they charge you anyway and make more money because you didn't buy the pants. It's just like it's a crazy system having these insurers decide which sort of treatment you're going to get or not. And as you said, 70% of the denied treatments for chronic or persistent illnesses were for conditions that were described as serious. And 43% of those for patients described that are in poor health. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and, you know, this is just atrocious. And it illustrates the huge disparity between the patients impacted by these denial practices and the business interests in their self-serving actions. It's no more illustrative than that. This is a poll that was conducted all around the country, patients with all varying types of conditions, some serious, some not. 1,500 of them, statistically relevant number of folks, you know, and geographically distributed all around the country. And when, you know, we're talking about some of the stats from this poll, you know, it really unfortunately reflects the country and the perspective, you know, folks are having with the, you know, their insurance company. And what's so hard about this is because they make you sicker. And so it actually takes more of whatever they're prescribing or whatever treatment they're doing to have any kind of effect. It actually ends up costing them more money at the back end, and unfortunately, it kills people. That's the real bad news. Yes, um, unfortunately. But, you know, the, the even worse part or more insidious part, I should say, is when you factor in the fact that the average time people spend with one insurance carrier, with one company, is like three years, give or take. It, it's even, you know, further proof that your long-term wellness is, not even close to being on their near, medium, or long-term radar. It's just not in their interest um, because you won't be with them uh, by the time the complications really set in, by the time the comorbidities, co-conditions really, uh, you know, occur. And that's the bit that turns my stomach. Yeah, Yeah. and when you're sick is not the time that you want to be dealing with this. This is complicated, it's arduous, it's frustrating, and that's all on top of whatever illness that you have. So, Seth, what do you hope these findings are going to do in terms of influencing a shift in the healthcare discussion and the subsequent healthcare policies and maybe even single-payer legislation one day? All right, so, I mean, first of all, you know, these survey results just begin to illustrate that these insurance company tactics that deny patients essential care in order to maximize their profits, really undercuts the basic functions of health insurance, which is to provide peace of mind and help patients pay for the treatments when they need it most. And this Doctor Patients' Rights Project, which we're you know proud to be founding members of, with a great group of folks alongside our efforts, wants to restore the doctor-patient relationship. So these doctors and their nurses uh, are the ones determining the best course of treatment for their patients. And our goal is to educate both the policymakers, folks who make laws at the state and the national level, as well as really the public, you know, the, the, our society about the dangers of what happens when company corporate interference in medical decisions and the devastating impact that that can have on folks' health. Yeah, it's just shocking. Nearly a third, so 29% of patients initially denied coverage reported that their condition worsened, even if they eventually convinced their insurer to cover their treatments, and more than one out of every three patients denied coverage had to put off or forego treatment altogether. And this is only because they want to make more money. Pennywise, pound foolish is the cliche. Yes. But, you know, the reality, let's go there for a minute, the reality is, Consider the stress, consider the anxiety, consider all the ill effects that 
form letters generated by these insurance companies, which is what it winds up being, a form letter as sterile as it gets, denying coverage, sending you into endless hoops and circles and processes that, like you said earlier, Shane, you know, it's at the worst possible time, you know, when you're scared, when you're, you know, dealing with diagnosis. It's just unfortunate. And then I think about the parents of kids who have to do this. And as a new parent myself, it even amplifies the anxiety level and the frustration and what that must be like. And so it really is the crux of what we're, you know, we're doing with the Dr. Patient's Rights Project, shining a spotlight on the situation because we, we really do need to evolve our healthcare system to one becoming of a first world country, you know? I yes, think we that can do it. Nice. I believe in us. We just have to, you know, disrupt the world a little bit and and shuffle up the way things work because as they are right now, that's not sustainable and definitely not in our best interest as a, as a society. So Seth, what are the next steps you're going to take with this information and how is your organization going to use it? Awesome. I appreciate you asking. So the, um, first of all, doctorpatientrightproject.org is a new website that the, this coalition formed, which has all this information about the survey we've been talking about, some of the other calls to action, and that's Doctor Patient rightsproject.org so it's all spelled hopefully pretty easy and then um, of course Global Healthy Living Foundation our organization ghlf.org we have a 50 state network so folks can plug in and you can anyone listening to this in any state in the country and Puerto Rico uh, can uh, plug into what's happening in their state or territory and get involved at the state level through our 50 state network and that's just five zero statenetwork.org, which is a a program offered for free, of course, by the Global Healthy Living Foundation. And then um, we'll keep everyone updated on, you know, social media and through the internet. And I really believe that together, your help, of course, um, the important work that our nurses are doing, um, our whole healthcare team, really, and the patients together are going to say enough is enough, and we're going to make it better. That, uh, from, from your lips to God's ears, Seth. You're doing really important work out there, and I hope that your organization is successful because we really do need to turn the tide. This practice is killing people, and it's despicable. Sure is, but we'll do it together because, you know, uh, none of us is as strong as all of us. Anything else you'd like to say before you go? No, but I certainly do appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. We appreciate you as well. We've been talking with Seth Ginsberg, co-founder and CEO of the Global Healthy Living Foundation and a founding member of the Dr. Patient Rights Project. For more information on this topic, visit www.ghlf.org, doctorpatientsrightsproject.org, or nursetalksite.com. Mm-hmm.